Welcome back. Well, we'll land after three people were killed and five others critically wounded late Monday night at Michigan State University. We're now learning more about the shooter. To get the latest, we're turning to Fox News Radio's Jeff Manasso. Hey there, Jeff. Hey, good morning. So a record show that 43-year-old Anthony Dwayne McRae uh, with at least one run-in with the law. He was arrested in Lansing in 2019. He pled guilty to possession of a loaded firearm. It's a felony that carried a five-year prison sentence. Uh, that was part of a plea deal with prosecutors in Lansing. He pled to a lower charge. He was only sentenced to probation. Uh, police say that McRae killed himself after Monday's deadly rampage. His family members are saying that this guy was, was weird. He, he stopped talking to us. Um, they describe him as mentally ill. Uh, neighbors describe him as a nut who uh, liked to, to shoot his gun outside of his father's home where he apparently lived a life of seclusion. Um, that we've also learned that, that police were actually called for a welfare check for McRae just days before this mass shooting. Uh, that, of course, is part of the ongoing investigation. Uh, we're told that McRae was neither a student nor an employee at the university, so they're still trying to connect the dots as to why he targeted MSU. So I take it then obviously no motive yet then with that being said. Yeah, no, no motive yet. But what was strange was officials in Ewing, uh, Ewing, New Jersey, the police there. They they said that uh, that they were told by Michigan Michigan police that they found a note in McRae's pocket when they found him dead, uh, indicating a threat to two public schools in their township. That's where McRae had apparently lived years ago. Michigan State Police. Uh, confirming that note was found on McRae. Ewing police investigated. They, they said that they determined that uh, he had a history of mental illness and then later found that there was no threat. So uh, obviously part of the, the the ongoing investigation, state police, the FBI, are, are in on, on this investigation. Um, in the meantime, there's a candlelight vigil that's going to be held at uh, Michigan State University tonight uh, to honor the, you know, the three killed and, and to, to pray for the five who are still hospitalized in critical condition. How did police end up tracking him down? Do we know that yet? Yeah, we, it, it, they, they say it was, it was a caller that, uh, that called in, and, and uh, it was a tip that, uh, that led to, to him. Um, and, and, and we don't know exactly where, his, where he was found, whether it was uh, back at his home with his father, uh, or not, but uh, I mean, there's there's some speculation. We've seen some reporting, but it's not confirmed. So we're not gonna we're not gonna go there. But he was found in East Lansing, uh, off campus, and that's where police found him apparently with a, a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And we also don't know exactly what kind of weapon was used uh, on that, but. Um, Huh. It's an ongoing investigation. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned uh, Michigan State University holding some vigils. Uh, last I knew, a lot of the sporting events were canceled and the school was yeah. closed. Is that still the latest uh, happening there at MSU? Yeah, Monday night there was a 48-hour hold on all classes and, and activities, so that still applies to today as well. All right, Jeff. Hey, we appreciate the update this morning. You bet. That's Fox News Radio's Jeff Manasso reporting live here on Whoa, Whoa. What is so mind-blowing to me? We've heard from so many MSU students, not necessarily we here at WoWo, but just a lot of the mainstream media outlets, a lot of local outlets, hearing from students who have now been a part of two mass shootings. Uh, take a student named Jackie Matthews, for example. She the fact not- that this is the second mass shooting that I have now lived through is incomprehensible. My heart goes out to all the families and the friends of the victims of this Michigan State shooting. 
but we can no longer just provide love and prayers. It needs to be legislation. It needs to be action. Yeah, she survived the Sandy Hook shooting. And now she's survived this mass shooting at MSU. I was uh, chatting with my husband last night, a former colleague of his. His daughter's best friend survived the Oxford High School shooting there in Oxford, Michigan, and then just survived the MSU shooting as of Monday night. Oxford High School and MSU, only about 90 miles apart from each other. I don't know how you come back from being a part of two mass shootings. You go one of two ways. You either go the way of just being hyper aware, hyper alert, PTSD your whole life, just walking around that way, or you come out a survivor. I don't know. Maybe you buy a firearm yourself and stop this from ever happening again. I don't know, but I've just been mind blown reading and reading about these students who have now been involved in two mass shootings. Um, some of them right here from our neck of the woods. Or news. Podcasts by Federated Media.